0: As a nation, we are never stronger than when tested. Our government will remain united and strong. Hello and welcome back to Just Another Movie Podcast. Uh, In today's episode, we dive headfirst into the action thriller that rocks the most secure building on the planet. Guarded by some of the most highly trained and best equipped bodyguards in the world, who all seem to get taken down in a highly unusual situation involving a child and an unlikely hero. No, it's it's not that one. It's the other one that came out at the same time. We're doing yeah, Olympus right. Has Fallen. Yeah. That, of course, was the voice of my fellow poet Custer. Rodney, say hello, Rodney. Hello, Rodney. Every time. Really. Uh, so, opening remarks. Rodney. Tell me, did this film make you uh, stand up and salute, or did your heart get captured by the North Koreans?
1: Hmm. I've decided whatever you say I'm going to say the opposite So you have to go first
0: (laughs) I have to go first? Yeah Okay That's a nice little twist Mm. Um, I found that my initial watching I loved it Because it was just Mm -hmm. an action Cool All balls out kind of action movie And I thought it was great And then in subsequent watchings Mainly for this where I had to break it down a little bit I found that I liked it less
1: That's good, that works well Because I've only seen it once And I don't like it (laughs) (laughs) So oh, by that, yeah, logic, the, the more that. you
0: watch it, the more you like it.
1: Well, oh, you never know. But I'm not watching this again. So, <laughs> so enjoy it.
0: Well, this should be interesting. It's another yeah. movie where Rodney doesn't like it, and I do. Uh, surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah, there we surprise, go. Surprise, surprise. All right. Well, let's start with the opening thoughts. Then you know, obviously, this will be a spoiler podcast. So if you haven't seen the movie, go out and watch it. Mm-hmm. But um, you know what? Uh, what did you think going into the movie? Like, obviously, you hadn't seen it before we did it for this. Is that right?
1: Yeah. No, I thought going into the movie that this is not a movie because. I couldn't remember the title. I mean, I knew it was about the White House being attacked, but I, I had to text you about four times going, what's the movie called? It's so non-memorable, it's so not on my radar. This is the first movie we've done where I was like,
0: don't know anything about this movie. It must
1: be really good. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: It's really good. Well, I think part of the reason that may have been is because it did come out quite recently. It's obviously yeah. come out not too long ago on Blu-ray, which is the copy I have that we're watching now. And... um yeah, it came out at the same time as White House Down, or just slightly before White House Down. Yeah. Which is the other version of the White House being attacked that came out recently. So, so when it, are
1: we doing
0: that one? I don't know. Maybe in a couple of weeks. Yeah, that okay. makes sense. You Ooh. know, let, let do this one first, then a couple of weeks later we'll do the next one. Okay. That's, we'll see how that goes. <coughs> that's fair. So yeah, so obviously you didn't like the movie. Was there anything particularly you didn't like about the movie? The whole thing. The whole thing. The whole thing. The whole thing. Well, let's break it down a little bit and see exactly which pieces you like. Because <laughs> just saying the whole thing gives me nothing to work with. Uh, Gerard Butler, the main actor. Um, this actor is... in quotes. <laughs> <laughs> he's the main been in some action movies before, but he's probably more well known for his romantic comedy kind of movies. What?
1: Name. I couldn't Give name one of them. Give me some other action movies then. Three hundred. One. Oh, one. Wow. <laughs> I yeah. couldn't name any romantic comedies that he was in. The Ugly Truth. What? What's that?
0: Okay, so sometimes we're gonna have to educate Rodney on romantic uh, uh, comedy. No, so, educate me
1: on giraffe. Listeners, Uh-oh.
0: please send in recommendations for romantic movies for Rodney to watch just so I have to make him watch them. And then he has to talk about
1: them because that's hilarious to <laughs> me. I don't have to watch them. I could just show up and not watch it. You wouldn't know. <laughs> you wouldn't. I didn't like it. <laughs> really? What specifically didn't you like you about it? You know, the whole Anthony? thing. <laughs> but I seriously I did watch this one. <laughs>
0: um, so yeah, he has, you know, a mild action background and a mild romantic, you know, love cast action background. I think he's a really good fit for this. You know, he's a, a stand-up kind of guy, and he does pretty well, I think.
1: They need a big, buff, angry guy, and he's a big, buff, angry guy. So, yeah, sure.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, let's move to the president then, Aaron yeah. Eckhart.
1: Yeah. Uh, thoughts on him playing the president? You know, I watched this with my girlfriend for, for the 10 minutes <laughs> that she could stomach watching it. And, <laughs> I mean, it, it wasn't just me, Ewan. She looked at the screen and said, Aaron Eckhart, he's a good movie. He's a good actor. Why is he in this shit? So, you know, I agree. You know, Aaron Eckhart, known for his roles where he plays space aliens. <laughs> for all you know. <laughs> I, um, no, I really, I really like Aaron Eckhart, but not in this. No, not, not in this.
0: Well, I, I think two of my favourite performances from <laughs> him has been uh, Thank You for Smoking and yes. as Two-Face in Batman. Yeah,
1: I was going to say the same thing, where he plays Harvey Face. Yes. Yep.
0: Harvey Dent. <laughs> I know you did that on purpose and to bug me. Face. It bugged me. You succeeded. He played <laughs> Harvey Dent.
1: Yeah, he plays those two roles and then probably other roles. I don't know. And now this one, where he looks like Sam Newman. He's clearly He does a look facelift. a little like
0: Sam Newman. Clearly. For those uh, Australian listeners who you know who he is, if you look at Sam Newman now compared to Aaron Eckhart in this yeah. movie, Just Google I him. can see a comparison. Google Sam the haircut, Newman
1: and you'll go, oh, that's Aaron
0: Eckhart. Yeah. Oh, it's awful. Bad facelift. But uh, these two obviously aren't the only actors in this thing. We've got a huge ensemble cast in this. Huge. Huge.
1: Okay. You
0: know... <laughs> You've got, you know, Diane Lane, you've got Morgan Freeman, you've got that mm, Asian yeah. guy who's always the bad guy in things. <laughs>
1: Morgan Freeman's out and the big one. You've
0: got Dylan one. McDermott, you've got...
1: <clears throat> yeah, Dylan McDermott, he plays like the opposite of Gerard Butler, but you know Gerard Butler's going to win because he's bigger.
0: Well, you know, the good guy always wins, that's yeah. the point of American movies.
1: And you've got uh, Morgan Freeman, and he's not playing Nelson Mandela, <laughs> and he's not playing the, the, the president at first, but something might go down, you never know. True. Weren't you suspicious of that?
0: I was slightly suspicious when the president was a guy called Aaron Eckhart, and <laughs> the, a guy
1: Aaron Eckhart. the chief
0: of staff is a guy called Morgan Freeman. Yes, and then the vice president is this guy over here who we don't know. Don't worry about him. Don't go go look at him. Worrying. Don't even look at. Don't even worry about what he's called. Wearing the, in the red Star Trek uniform. <laughs> don't even worry about him. <laughs> the red shirt of political politics. The vice president, <laughs> heartbeat away from the presidency. Yeah. Whoops, he died. So, um,
1: so I mean, what do you need to know? I mean, the, the White House gets attacked. That's all you need to know. It's Pretty that movie. Much. If you want to see a movie where that happens, well done. You've watched the right movie.
0: Well, there's two. There's this or there's White House Down, the other option.
1: But how do you know what White House Down is about? That title is so confusing.
0: Oh, like Head Olympus has fallen. You can't cut through. <laughs> I've heard both titles practically mean the same thing. Yeah. Moving on. So obviously there's, uh, I'm going to say this before Rodney does, there's a few bad plot points in this movie. And by a few, I mean a lot. Mm. And by a lot, I mean a shit ton load. The whole plot. The whole, um, the
1: whole Everything I was tempted for... to suggest
0: a uh, Olympus Has Fallen drinking game that any time something absolutely fucking ridiculous happens, you take a drink. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure you'd be drunk about ten minutes in. Yeah, just off the scene, which we're currently watching here, which is where the uh, the limo goes off the uh, the bridge.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, "Here's your Christmas present, darling. I love
0: you, darling." Oops, you dead. I mean, who yeah. did see that coming? I'm never going to let you go I've got to let you go No, I, I've got to struggle for two minutes with you Before I cut the seatbelt and rip you out of the car um, I've obviously watched this multiple times Before uh, prepping for this and I'm it's... confused how, how did you watch this the first time and like it And
1: now you don't like it Surely like This well, movie is not it. hard to follow Surely I watched it not
0: it. reading any subtext Not looking for subtext. plot holes uh, I watched it just to enjoy an action movie Because okay. that's what I was in the mood for Sure. And I've it to me recommended it to people on that basis and that they've come back with positive views, going, Yeah, it's a really good action movie. It's exactly what I wanted. Hey, they were lying to you. <laughs> no, no, it's a switch your brain off they popcorn kind of movie. You just, you know, put it on and you enjoy the pretty colours and the pretty actions, and when it's done you can forget it. We don't have
1: don't have movies on TV on Sunday night anymore. They they tend to play like in CIS or some other garbage. Sure. But I mean this is like classic Sunday night popcorn type movie. Turn yep. it on and forget about how you have to go to work tomorrow for the Monday. And um, you know. Like I say, I knew everything about it. It just screamed, "This is going to be bad." Everything about it—the name, the cast, the description, the first few minutes, and the next ninety minutes.
0: <laughs> well, it. So um, mm. but yeah. I'm, I'm
1: just—I I don't get how you it thought it was good and then changed yeah. your mind. I can imagine you liked it and you still like it. I can understand that.
0: No, it was a good movie for an action movie. As <laughs> I broke it down to break it down for this, you know, I dis- discovered I disliked it less than mm. I originally thought. Interesting. I'm still saying it's a good action brainless movie, but mm. it's not a movie you'd sit and deconstruct. It's
1: pretty brainless.
0: Like I it. tried to do. Yeah. I say try because I'm pretty sure you can't deconstruct this.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Have we summed up the plot enough? They're in the White House and it gets attacked. What? I mean...
0: And there's one guy who has to break it down and save everything, and that's just the way it works. One guy. Yeah. Um, so I'll move on to a couple of little things. Uh, obviously, people who have seen this movie know what happens in the end. The good guys win, the bad guys lose, whoa, as in always whoa. England <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. prevails. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Really? Yes, who would have thought that the good guys win and the bad guys lose? What a twist. I know.
1: So, But it's set up in the start that Gerard Butler, you know, his his job is to guard the president and his wife. And there's an accident, his wife dies, and he's taken off the detail. And he obviously carries a lot of resentment and blames himself. and, Mm -hmm. And he feels like the president probably resents him too. Like, why did you let my wife die sort of thing. Yep. So obviously the stage is set
0: for a massive redemption. Well, yeah, this whole sort of thing is about redemption and coming back from, you know... And having faith in people. (laughs) Putting your trust in men. People. That's right. For sure. Hmm. Because, yeah, the the president is pretty much seen to be a good guy. Like, he's not done anything overly terrible throughout Hmm, the course of the movie. perfect guy. That's, you know, he's
1: the American president in an American movie. Yeah. Of course he's perfect.
0: Like, there are some American president movies where the president's like, no, we have to kill you, even though, you know, we know this stuff and... You know, I'm the bad guy because I've got to do what I've got to do. This guy, there's no I've got to do what I've got to do. He's all, no, 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 I'll wear the responsibility for mm. everything. Yeah, You can tell them the super secret codes, which, by the way, is one of the worst fucking points of this movie. <laughs> yeah. You can tell them all the super secret codes because I'll never get my super secret code. Yeah. Save yourself.
1: I'll take the beating because I am the president.
0: I mean, I've established the plot point that I'll do anything they say as long as they don't kill somebody else. So It was a bit too much. They, they, to wear they the won't get my code unless they suit. threaten to kill someone, I guess. And that's, you know, that's fairly likely. Oh, we need to talk about something other than this one. <laughs> let's, let's just keep moving. Um, sorry. Right, if you had to pick three things about the movie you didn't like, let's let's sum you down to three particular three. plot points. Uh, all right. So
1: there's the president's son. The president's son is really chummy with the with the bodyguard with Gerard Butler and. <clears throat> he, um, you know, they they play little games where he's like, "Where's the secret tunnel? How fast is it to get to the elevator?" and all this stuff. And the kid knows it all. Mm-hmm. I mean, the kids like uh, they say to the kid, "Oh, you're gonna make a great bodyguard." Secret service day. agent. No, he won't. No, no, he won't. He'll go to college. He'll get straight A's, even though he never goes to class, and he'll become a congressman or some shit. <laughs> <clears throat> but then it becomes a big thing because, like you said, they're gonna try and get the codes out of these out of these politicians. We'll go into that later, I suppose, but. They try and use the kid as bait
0: mm-hmm. to be
1: like, We have a secret weapon. We know how to make this president roll over. His wife's dead. The only thing he has left is his son. We use his son as leverage to get him to give us the code. Mm-hmm. Five minutes later, the kid's out of the building saved. Yep. Why?
0: Why so early? It's not even because halfway through the movie. That's the end of Act Two. Act Three is now the, the good guy it's kicking not the bad the end of guys Act Two it's the end of Act One. No, it's the end of Act Two. Act One no. is. This is happening, I'm on the inside, use me if you can. Yeah, and then the Act two out. is, find the kid and get him out safely. No, 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 no. Act three is, stop the America from blowing up.
1: I think it's earlier than that. That's the three-act structure. Maybe I fell asleep in the middle of this.
0: <laughs> Why do we need to know that
1: they walk into the building and it's 10.05am? Why do we need to know? They don't walk into the building until much later in the afternoon, actually. It's like or four hours later because when it, when it they says 6am on screen now. Why? Yeah. Why? The, the Why? point of Why? setting up
0: the 6am is yeah. that it's... The more important part isn't the time, but it's the date, July... Fifth is the important part.
1: Why? Why is that
0: important? Because part of their plan relies on the fact that it's the day after the 4th of July, American Independence <laughs> Day.
1: You can mention that
0: once, not a Because of times. that, there's going to be extra rubbish on the street, extra people. Some people are going to lose their guard because they've been so worried about it the day before and that was the big thing. You know, they can steal dump trucks a la Die Hard and, um, you know... That was the whole sort of point, being on the fifth of July. Yeah. It's But stupid. I see no point in showing the time at six fifteen and then no. him getting up and having coffee with and his then wife and then, you know, all this other stuff. And then twelve hours later he's still at work working. It's like, well, we didn't need to know that it was six fifteen in the morning.
1: I know that it's night time by the fact that it's night. Exactly. I'm a smart person, I do not need a readout on the screen to tell me that.
0: Yes. And their whole point was kinda of like, you know, the American military response to an attack on the White House is fifteen minutes. We took it down in thirteen. It's fine enough to know that it takes longer than 13 minutes when you watch a it. A
1: 15-minute counter on the screen would be better than showing the time every, you know, 10 minutes in movie time, keeping us up to date on what time it is during the during the day.
0: You know, I'd agree with that. I'd <clears throat> I'd like yeah. a f- an actual stop clock counter yeah. rather than this is you know what it is. I have
1: one, it? so I've done two things that I don't like about the movie. I've got one massive one that I'll save to the end. Okay, so my turn then. I guess I, I don't have to say things I like
0: about it, do I? <laughs> You'll have to try oh, and find something you like this. about no. it. So I'll give me some prep time. Um, my three things, the three major things I dislike about this yeah. movie is the anti anti-nuclear weapon, you know, supreme countdown machine thing.
1: Cerebus. Cerebus. Yeah. So we should explain what that is.
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of like a fail-safe device. Three people have the codes in order to blow up. And accidentally launched, and you can't see, but I'm doing the air you here. Accidentally launched. Yeah. Nuclear missiles—they can blow them up in flight, and <laughs> yeah. then no one's
1: hurt. I got the feeling that was in case maybe it got hijacked or hacked or something. Yeah. They have a little code they can punch in, or three codes. Correct. And they can blow up any nuclear missile wherever it is. Just yep. Clear that. Clear that up.
0: Now you're a pretty smart guy, Rodney. Yeah. I'd like to admit that you're cool. pretty good with computers as well. <laughs> really good. <laughs> yeah. You've got a standalone system. Yeah fair enough, that can be a standalone system down in the emergency operations center thing. Again, mm-hmm. fair enough mm-hmm. place for it. It's got to have a connection to the internet somehow to activate yeah, it's this probably thing, wide right?
1: wired into the IDSL connection.
0: Right. And you can't stop that happening. Like once the the head honchos, like Morgan Freeman, once he knows that that's being used, you can't sever that connection to the computer.
1: Well, how would that be a file safe? It's got two plugs, silly. <laughs> <laughs> it's on Wi-Fi and Ethernet.
0: <laughs> Wi-Fi. They're four miles underneath the fucking concrete bunker. Yeah,
1: but the wire How they goes get in Wi-Fi? into the airport expo- express, which is down. I in can't even the get Wi Fi at work. Can I <laughs> work in a big
0: concrete warehouse? Or <laughs> well, the three G. They're on three G. Fuck's sake. Anyway, so that's you know, that's one thing that that particular part that I don't like. The other thing is they only have, you know, three codes, and the codes are like eight digits long, alphanumeric. And, you know, there's nothing hard about the codes. Like, make it somewhat difficult. But like, none of know,
1: them spell out, like, Spider-Man with a one for an I and a four the, for an A. It's none the them, only three that. codes
0: that can stop them being blown up. And they've got to make it... Remember, memorize it. I understand that, but...
1: Hmm. Just
0: make them a little bit more difficult. Like, you know, my Gmail password requires eight characters. One of those was seven. <laughs>
1: yeah, I noticed How there were no... Hard is that? There were no special characters, no asterisks or dashes
0: in that code. Secondly... Silly. Like, you know this is the ultimate thing that's going to blow up every nuclear missile or it has the power to blow up yeah. all, every nuclear missile across mm-hmm. yep. america. And if that happens, america's basically fucked if mm. the missiles all blow up in the silos. Which mm. surely, I'd like to think, surely someone would have thought of that before they started. Nope. So, the programmers don't think of this and go, "Oh, well just in case. <laughs> here's an other access code you can put in and it will just kill the system. Like everything will die. It will crash the programs. Yeah. Nothing
1: will happen. You give the president a fake code in case of this exact situation." Give all three yeah, of them can put fake, codes. A fake code in and it dismantles everything.
0: Yes. A shutdown code. Apparently this is not. it. Apparently not. You put in you put in this code and everything dies. That's, skipping, that's how it works.
1: You're skipping the biggest problem with this whole plan of having, you know, a, a connection of nuclear weapons that can all blow up at the same time. It's from Dr. Strangelove. Am oh I? Where they make fun of that very fact. <laughs> how stupid would you have to be to have something that makes all the bombs go off? 40 years later, oh, it's the main plot point in this Gerard Butler piece of shit. <laughs>
0: Uh, mutually assured destruction. Yeah. It does lead me to a nice quote if you can't find it here. This is the war room. But uh, <laughs> back to topic. Uh, so that's the first thing I dislike. Uh, the second thing I dislike is how easily the Secret Service were taken down by this group of terrorists, which is basically what they are. Yeah. Um, now, I'm not, you know... I, I'd say I'm probably pro-American because I do do a lot of good things. And I'm a big fan of the West Wing, so I've been exposed to some... <laughs> Level of the Secret yeah. Service ability. Charlie got out okay. What I'm suggesting is the people who work in the West Wing, like the actual security guys, would not be anywhere near as stupid as the vast number of Secret Service agents mm. who die in this movie.
1: Yeah, yeah I mean, this movie is meant to impress us by saying, "Look how badass these guys are! They took down the most heavily secured building in the world." But it's like, well, yeah, they did it, but they just like made a gun with their hand and just went bang, bang, and everyone <laughs> fell
0: over. Not, that's not impressive. They walk through the metal detectors a la Matrix and went, oh no, that's my Uzi, thank you. Yeah. But I mean, you know, one scene in particular that makes me feel this way is when the the plane's circling the White House and they're shooting the, the big minigun at the roof. None of the guys on the roof move. Yeah. They, they it's aim. like, oh, he's shooting at the roof. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just stand here and stay on the Even roof. though
1: they're in a plane with mounted machine guns on the side, they can still pick out guys at 400 metres. Yeah. Rubbish.
0: Like Again, I'm not an artillery expert, but no way is that gun that accurate to hit every Secret Service agent in the chest. Not going to happen. Yeah.
1: So that was all silly. That was all silly. What about the fact that um, Gerard Butler's wife is this actress, Radha Mitchell, who's actually uh-huh. really good. She's Australian. She's, really- but she's a nurse and it doesn't, like, doesn't lead to anything. She doesn't save anyone's life who turns out <laughs> to save Gerard Butler or Gerard Butler doesn't get wheeled into the hospital at the end and he's like, hey, babe, tough day. It doesn't pay off in any way at all.
0: Well, as a, as a plot device, as a structure, I see no reason to have the wife in this movie. You know, apart from giving him someone to call, that's that's it. Yeah, but that's Die Hard too, right? Not Die Hard two. At the end of one of the Die Hard movies, I think it's three.
1: You know, John McClane just calls his calls his wife. He's like, "Hey, I just went that's through three. some heavy stuff. I thought I'd call you."
0: Yeah. This movie's garbage. But like, <laughs> the only reason to have her there is for the bad guy to, to say, as we said in community theater last yeah, week, you know, yeah. the bad guy to say, you've got a wife and I know who she is and I can kill her, but you're trapped in a bunker four miles on the concrete. You're not doing shit all, buddy.
1: He took down the White House. You think he can't find this guy's wife?
0: This is what I'm saying. He has like no string to play with that angle. So there is no reason for the wife to be a character in this.
1: Wouldn't make any difference, I don't reckon. You kill his wife, guess what? He's coming at you even harder.
0: Exactly. Stupid. Makes, like, it's, it's fine to have her in it, but there's no reason for it. It's like, hey, we've got this great actress and we want to use her, but yeah. we don't know how. Oh, we'll just make him his wife. And you know, they can ha- be having a, a marriage that's kind of on the rocks because he's not over that you know, emotional problem of killing the first lady. Oh, he's, got, he's got issues, deep-seated issues that he needs to, he needs to correct. Maybe then,
1: by killing a terrorist.
0: The third thing that really pisses me off about yeah. this movie isn't technically to do with the movie itself. It's to do with what, how people describe the movie. And you touched yeah. on it before. Die Hard.
1: Even on the Blu-ray
0: cover for this movie, it says, Die Hard in the White House. Right, yeah. I disagree. Mm, Yeah, totally. Because Die Hard's not bad. (laughs) Well, A, Die Hard is a great movie, and this is not. But in Die Hard, the hero, John McClane, is down on his luck. You know, He's looking at possibly splitting from his wife. He's our everyman kind of dude. He's not super heavy trained. He's not military elite. He's just a cop. He's a normal beat walker. Yep. And in this... Gerard Butler is uber military trained, he's ranger trained, he's, you know, the best of the best, he will get it done, on move mountains trying, or whatever that quote was, the really yeah. inspirational one from the, that, that scene there, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, he's just, you know, it's just not die hard, and it's I good. think it's Sully's die hard to bring this up to its level. Got more than a little
1: bit of under siege, if you ask me as well.
0: A touch, a yes. A guy
1: who is trained at the top level, for some reason he's not, you know, he flies under the radar. Comes That's good so in the much end. better. Yes, under siege in the they, White House would they, be much they, better descriptive than they this. Take over a military, whatever. Yep. That though, I mean, you could look back at Under Siege and go, "That's stupid." It's. I think Under Siege
0: is actually pretty good. It's aged pretty well, I think. You're fine. I
1: think Tommy Lee Jones's reason for doing what he did is way, way better than this. This North Korean terrorist guy's. And Where he's you know, like, there are hungry people in
0: my country, so you all die.
1: Like what? what?
0: And, and it has been America, so... Send them food. It's easy. How can you not argue with a movie with Nick Nolte as the bad guy?
1: Yeah.
0: is it Nick Nolte on no, the not no? at No, not at all. Gary Busey you're thinking of. Gary Busey, that's He's the guy dressed as a
1: woman. He says, do I look like I need a psychological evaluation? <laughs> Apparently he had lived that.
0: <laughs> 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 See what I'm saying? That's Nick great. Nick Nolte, I apologize. That was Gary Busey I meant. And yes, that was awesome. <sighs> yeah, you owe him an apology. I do. I just did right then. He listens all the time. You know, he, he sent us He's a, a t- tweet the other day. Big yeah. fan. Yeah. Yeah, he, he tweets fan us all much. the time. A little too much, actually. It's starting to get a bit clingy. We might Next. have to, <laughs> <Not> <laughs> to distance ourselves a little it. bit. Um, but yeah, I, well, the thing that shoots me most off about that yeah. is because White House Down is a better die-hard movie than Olympus Has Fallen.
1: Have you seen that as well? Yes. I haven't seen it. Um, have. It looks ridiculous. It
0: but is pretty I mean ridiculous. In a possibly good way. It's pretty like ridiculous.
1: Channing Tatum, you
0: know, he's got an alright track record. It's probably on par with Olympus Has Fallen, so you oh, wouldn't dear. like it. But you know, Channing Tatum is a guy Can who's anybody
1: get this right.
0: He's a guy who's trying to become a Secret Service Agent, so he's not a Secret Service Agent yet. And he goes to the interview with his daughter to show off for these at you know meeting at the White House kind of deal. And Jamie Foxx plays Morgan Freeman. Jamie Foxx is the president. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> Dodger. While he's there, the White House gets attacked. And he has to rescue the president. And you know, is stop this them a drill? From taking over the country. This
1: ain't no drill, son. Is that what does that get said in
0: the movie? Possibly. Just hear me. It's entirely possible that that gets said in the movie. <laughs> I'm not saying no.
1: Yeah. So um, Dylan McDermott, what do you think of him?
0: I think he's not bad. I think he's just kind of relaxing through this movie. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Like the scenes <laughs> above White House like before we know that he's a bad guy where he's just all, yeah, I'm Dylan McDermott. Where's my It's almost Dean Martinesque. He needs a yeah. a cocktail in his hand or something. Yeah. <laughs> what am you I on, Bally? Like a James Bond sort of, kind kind of deal. swagger. And then when he is downstairs and we know that he's a bad guy, he's still got that same sort of, well, he'll be no problem kind of. Yeah. That's kind of the (laughs) twist
1: is that they have an inside guy in the the security detail and they have the North Korean president and his diplomats or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they think, let's get the president down to the bunker so he's safe. But guess what? There's a rat in the mix and Dylan McDermott double crosses them. And one of the North Korean dignitaries, yeah, he's a terrorist.
0: Yeah. And that particular terrorist is Clark Kent. Did you notice that? No. Like he's walking through the building and he's got the glasses on and no one pays him any attention. As soon as the glasses <laughs> come off, it's like,
1: Oh, you're an evil dude. It was a mistake for them to put that telephone booth down there. Ah, uh, fuck now. So the other thing about, um, about that is that Dylan McDermott is on the detail with Gerard Butler before it all goes pear shaped. Yes. <clears throat> it's obviously been on there for years and years, as you know, from the timestamp on the screen that's there all the time. Yep. And, uh, you know, he gets downstairs, he's like, I feel like being a bit evil. I feel like evil,
0: evil's the way to go. I'm at, evil now. At the start of the movie, it almost sounds like he's close to retirement. Like, you don't have that, I've got one day left on the forest speech, but he's like, Pff. you know, I get to stay behind. Are you kidding? I'll get out of this monkey suit. I'll watch some Breaking Bad. It'll be oh. awesome. Have my own little party. Oh, he's like, cool. You know. I can relate to him so hard. <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way, making Breaking Bad references is the easiest way to age a movie, now that it's over. Um, But yeah, like the start of the movie, you get that sense of he's not going to be around long, and then he comes back on the security detail, and you go, ah, there's the bad guy right (laughs) here. And then you see the other bad guy, the one from James Bond. You go, ah, you're the other bad guy. Okay, I know where this movie's going.
1: I didn't pick that Dylan McDermott was the bad guy, but once he was revealed as a bad guy, I was like, ah, you're going to have a one on one fight with uh, Gerard Butler. You're going to lose. Straight up, going to lose. Yep.
0: He's going to kick the shit out of you. Yeah.
1: I thought this guy too, the Asian guy. I think he turns out to be the North Korean Prime Minister. I thought he was that guy from Short Circuit. You remember that guy? <laughs> like, I mean, he has a very similar Minus haircut.
0: Yeah, I can see that.
1: Like, I'm, I know that was a while ago, and this guy is not too old, but I had to look twice. <laughs> I want to see that movie. <laughs> Johnny Where, Five. He's going to kick the, the, the terrorists. Johnny <laughs> Five. <laughs>
0: <sighs> So, we might uh, take a quick break. We'll play you a uh, quick snippet from the movie here. Uh, When we come back on the other side, I'm going to try and get Ruddy to think of something positive that he liked Mm. about the movie. I don't like my chances. It's all in focus. (laughs) It's not all in focus. Some of it's out of focus. (laughs) We'll come back. See you soon. Okay, asshole. Yo. Hey. Who's running the show? Hmm? Are you speak English? Did they teach you that, where you come from? Because you know what they teach me? It's how to extract information from people like you. (laughs) 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 That's funny, huh? No, it's funny. I know, I get it. And we're back. How are you doing, everybody? I hope I'm that uh, that clip there was informative yeah. and insightful, because yeah. it certainly was for us. Don't I you, learned really? something.
1: I learned a little bit about uh, the White House and a lot about myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Rodney, I've, uh, I teased before we took our, our quick hiatus there. Can you think of anything positive about the movie? Anything you liked?
1: Anything. I mean, not that I liked it, but when I was watching it, it struck me that if you like to see Gerard Butler killing people in pretty brutal ways, this might appeal to you. He's like, he doesn't just kill... I mean, he kills a lot of guys. He doesn't just kill some of them, though. He's, like, stabbing them in the face and, like, hey, look over there, slacks, dab in the neck, you know? Like, it's... I mean, he he doesn't mind getting brutal.
0: Hmm. No, definitely not.
1: Um, so I was thinking that that might have been really well... Actually pretty well executed. But then I realised, but if you want to see Gerard Butler kill a bunch of people, just watch one of his romantic comedies. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I can't tell you how high the body count was in uh, The Ugly Truth. <laughs> I certainly can't. It was huge. The body count. I've got a few other little notes here about stuff I didn't like <coughs> about the movie. Hmm. Just because I'm, uh, I'm like that way. This is notes that I've made while watching the movie. <laughs> uh, the first one one is I sure hope nothing happens on that icy bridge. I'm pretty sure we've covered that. Yeah. The other no- and thing I noticed about this movie is the only thing that I think it misses to become like a real action movie is a montage. Mm. There's not a single montage throughout this movie at all. Yeah, there's a lot of good movies with no montages. Yes, but this is trying to be an action, you know, balls-out action movie. And just about every balls-out action movie I can think of has a montage. What would the montage be of? Well, I don't know. Him gearing up. Him killing the terrorists. Mm.
1: May- oh, I know. The only in, montage we kind of get checking is... checking hiding places in the White House, <laughs> looking for the sun.
0: Yeah, checking different where... spots where he could be. Um, possibly to uh, an over voice of you know the terrorist talking to the guys in the, the other operation center or something. That might mm-hmm. be something nice.
1: It would have been better than this.
0: Yeah, or uh, you know the only thing that can kind of be called a montage is the terrorist actually attacking the White House because we see it from different points of view. You see different sections of it, but it just it's takes not fucking really forever. A montage. It it's the same thing on. happening all the way through. The and montage. there's no you know, inspirational uh, power music behind it. Yeah. So,
1: well, send me an angel. Playing over the top. (laughs) Like Team Wolf 2. That's what this needs.
0: Fly Me to the Moon? Dean Martin? Yeah, whatever you like? In front of Dylan McDermott, just clicking his fingers. (laughs) So Um, can I
1: talk yet about when Dylan McDermott turns and he faces off with
0: Gerard Butler? We haven't talked about that. And while we mentioned it before, I was thinking it was a very nice Die Hard reference because, you know, the two of them sitting there having a cigarette. Very, uh... Rodney's hmm. not sure what I'm talking about sure they smoke, uh, so what they smoke it's, a cigarette it's similar okay. to a scene in Die Hard where okay. Bruce hmm. Willis is talking to the bad guy and right. he pretends to be American
1: yeah so this guy <clears throat> who is a bad guy let's make no mistake He spent years undercover trying to infiltrate the CIA FBI becoming a
0: bodyguard Dylan McDermott Dylan McDermott was a secret service agent yeah. after that I think he's gone back it's not like he's gone
1: but I mean he spent years and years and years getting to that Yes. Point that he's at. And then he goes, all right, I don't want to be bad now. I'll be bad with you guys. Yes. And then he has a fight with Gerard Butler. I mean, he's, he's you know, he's, he's gone all in with the terrorists. Mm-hmm. There's no other way to describe that. No. By the time not. you're in the bunker with 10 dead people and the president, you are all in. Yes. Absolutely. But then Gerard Butler punches him about a bit and then he's like, you're going to help me save the president. He's like, okay.
0: <laughs> I think at that point he's bleeding to death, truth be told. So he's like, well, my last See, final he just act... Dies will be kind of to help you out. Sure, okay, I guess that. He knows 27
1: ways to kill a man. I'm sure he knows
0: how to kill himself.
1: <laughs> Why is he helping Gerard Butler? That's dumb.
0: Well... Makes no sense. It's, uh, this movie's all about redemption. We said that before. Like, he's a, a good guy who's gone bad, and this is how he can come back.
1: Stupid. It's like the end One of Star second Wars, second where ago, Vader attacks the Emperor. The you
0: know, Vader's been bad for a long time, and he kills the Emperor to save his son. That's kind but of that's what That's
1: a long, like. slow burn. This is like, I beat you. Okay. You want to help me?
0: I suppose. <laughs> I think we've covered how this movie is not, you know, well written or Shakespeare in any way, shape, or form. So I think it's hard to nitpick on one particular idea and go, Jesus, dumb. The whole movie is dumb, Rodney. It's not like we're saying it's brilliant we're apart from the other things. Here.
1: This is not, I mean, this is all nits. This should have been called Knit Has Fallen. Olympus Has Nits. <laughs> There's his subtitle Olympus Has Nits. This is, this movie's all nits. It's bullshit. Bullnit.
0: Again, I'm now down to little nitpicky things because <laughs> of what I'm up to. Oh, I can't wait. Will um, you? the PEOC the President Emergency Operations Centre it's a debunker takes four minutes elevator ride down the elevator moves pretty quickly we're going to say it's roughly four miles under Washington DC there's only two
1: chairs
0: (laughs) seriously have a look at all the shots Uh, of it there's only two chairs in the whole thing
1: uh, it's like uh, yeah what's it like it's like the bridge of the Star Trek Enterprise or something
0: at least they had three chairs chairs for the console operators at the front and then the captain's chair that is true This is like, there's nowhere to sit at all. There's lots of rails
1: for people to be tied to. And uh, there's a big screen so everyone can see.
0: Everyone can see the bad guy, yeah. yeah. But that's it. Like, you know, heaven forbid someone has to sit down or, you know, where's the wheelchair access? There's only steps Mm. up to that computer desk. Yeah. What if the presence in the wheelchair, you unthoughtless pricks? Yeah, it's dumb. Anyway, that was one thing I noticed. (laughs) Second thing I noticed is the reporters seem to know more than the, the president's officials as to what's going on inside the White House. Like the news reports happen yeah. super <clears throat> early that a t- group of terrorists has attacked the White House and the yeah. president's been taking hostage and this is happening and this is happening and Morgan Freeman's just finding this out himself. So Morgan Freeman's at the
1: Pentagon now, right? Yes. With the... I presume. With the chief of the gun. Joint chief. Joint chief of staffs, yes. So he's calling the shots now. He's being sworn in as the president. Yes. He's like, it's my call now. Mm-hmm. I'm Morgan Freeman. So, um, I mean, basically, they know the president's not dead, but he can't fulfill his duties, so they swear him in as the president. Mm-hmm. And now, finally, you know, Morgan Freeman's in this movie to be the president. Now, it's you know, order has been restored, at least. Yep. Sanity prevails. And, um, yeah, I mean, he's getting his information from the newscasters. He's like, what's going on? Let's flip over to, flip over to Fox. No, no, no. Flip over to CNN. And we'll find out uh, what's going on.
0: And someone's like, Oh honestly, sir, if we need to step to date, we have to get on Twitter about this. You know, we have to see what's trending. It's, it's gonna be the quickest way to find out what's going on.
1: <laughs> yeah, White House smoke is trending. <laughs> <laughs> Just walk past the Capitol, it's on fire. Lol. But isn't there a point also where he's Hashtag, like
0: burning down the house?
1: <laughs> doesn't he say something like, I, I, I won't let the president go, or something like that? And then two minutes later he's like, All right. Let's give in to the terrorist demands. It's like, no, that would never happen.
0: No. No, he wouldn't do no. that. No. As president of the United States, you go, right. You've got, what, maybe six people hostage in there. Everyone else is a bad guy, we think. Yeah. You know what? This is what happens when you sign up for president, you know?
1: Yeah. You might kill the president, but we will eventually get down there. And Congratulations. Kill you, and we- we're not going to let you kill...
0: A billion people. I'm not redacting the, I'm not pulling <laughs> troops out of North Korea and right. I'm not, you know, letting war happen again in Ridiculous. Korea. So I'm just going to storm the place with armed troops and you do what you need to do. You can kill the president by all means, go for it. But, uh, you know, democracy will be saved and the Republic, the people will be on my side. Hmm. I'll be the president who, you know, stopped the Paris who killed the White House. I'll be famous. They'll write books about me, right? There'll be movies about me. I'll, I'll be Morgan Freeman. I'll be played by Morgan Freeman in a movie. Yeah, that's,
1: that's right. Because I look a bit like him. Did you notice? <laughs> that's just uncanny Actually, resemblance. Truth be known, I style myself on him a little bit.
0: Yeah, unfortunately i going to get Christian Bale to play president. So, uh, mm. unless you can emote a little bit better than Aaron Eckhart. Moving on. <laughs> uh, and yeah, that's, that's pretty much all I had. Cool. Um, uh huh. Yeah.
1: It's hard to talk about this movie because there's not much. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't have any notes. You probably noticed. I, have to I did have notice.
0: notes. I, I. <laughs> I usually got five minutes into this movie, I was like, no notes, not needed. Nothing not that, not that this podcast is sponsored no. by Apple in any way, but we both you know we have iPhones, we both <laughs> have iPads, and our notes are usually on here. And yeah. usually, Rodney has a big ream of notes that we scroll through as we go. He's just you know swaggering in carrying a martini in this one. So yeah. Oh, by the way, Rodney's been drinking. <clears throat> uh. yeah, yes. He kind of had to, I think, when he said he was going to talk about this movie. Oh, I need some Dutch courage. So, have we covered the good thing you thought about this movie, Rodney? Have you thought anything. of
1: anything? I said the way Gerard Butler kills a few guys. <laughs>
0: yeah, Gerard Butler kill, kill some guys. Anything else? Yeah. No. Of
1: no. course well, not. There's not more than one good thing about this movie. The Guys, don't see this movie.
0: <laughs> okay, well, uh, I think we should try to wrap it up a little bit, because no. clearly you don't like the movie, and I'm allowed of good things to say and bad I mean, things it to say. Can we get towards the end now? We can move have it towards the end. the third end now. bad thing that I have to drop on you. Well, that's right. What's, the, what's your third thing you don't like?
1: <clears throat> so, this is <clears throat> spoiler alert when, the, when <laughs> the codes get entered and everything's about to go down, not only is it enough that all the codes are in, there's also a timer. <laughs> For some reason, there's nothing a
0: timer. says action movie
1: like codes that need to be entered into a ticking clock. Just to give Gerard Butler enough time to get into that room and smash that guy in the face. Mm hmm. So Gerard Butler, you know, runs towards the computer and he's typing in, they're like, give me the override code. And he punches it in and he does it in just enough time. And then the clock like stops with a few seconds to go. And then in the chief joint's chief of staff's office or whatever, they're like, did he do it? Did did he save the world or are we all dead? Are we all toast? And then someone reads off a bit of paper. Uh, Our systems are reporting that he shut down the Cerebus system. And Morgan Freeman says, good. Like that. Good. That's good that he did that.
0: Good on him. Good. I thought your that's complaint good. was going to be the uh, the whole hashtag reference in the in the password.
1: What was? What do you mean? You've got a
0: young analyst reading out this command code to shut down the system. Uh, he says like, hashtag you know, Yankee, and drives the box Alpha hashtag. He's like, what? Not likely. Hashtag, and then someone else shift three. Stupid. That's for all the people who watch the movie above the age of thirty five. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> because so like, that old people understand what, what's that. What's the hashtag? The world. Like, oh
0: shift 3 okay
1: yeah I understood how he saved the world but what the hell's a hashtag am I right <laughs> hashtag confused
0: <laughs> hashtag totally talking heads moment yeah uh, <laughs> but yeah the other thing I dislike about that is he's entered the code and then the, the computer still ticks for a couple of seconds like he enters the yeah, code at the like drama. 6 seconds you think, oh, and then he goes, goes 5 wrong. 4 3 shut down disabled or computer disabled or whatever good
1: it's like well it's good that that happens
0: good anyway I'm sure there are multiple multiple bad things I could talk about this movie but uh, I kind of like it so I don't want to badmouth it too much yeah. I know that's pretty much all we've been doing I looked at this
1: movie on Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> it's for nearly critics 40 gave minutes it 49 now. and the audience gave it 69 out of 100
0: not yes. out of 100,000 yep that's I what I'm saying don't, it's, I don't a, understand. it's an action movie you're not it's going not, to see it for there's a
1: hundred million really good action challenge. movies and this is not a good one
0: it's not it a bad lacking. movie. Though. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. You are saying. I'm it's, saying
1: it's a bad movie.
0: I'm saying it's not a bad movie. I'm saying it's a good action movie. Which I, puts it as a no, mediocre I, movie. I
1: disagree. I don't think it's good at what it does.
0: I think it's great at what I it know, does. You know what? You know what it's supposed to do? Make Americans feel good about being American. <laughs> That's about it. I can't speak about that. It ran in the Australian box offices <laughs> for about what four weeks. It's not a very long run. I know in the states. White House Dad did the same. <laughs> I think me, it got like a four month run in the states.
1: Let me lay this on you. It cost seventy million dollars. How much do you think
0: it made? Uh, I dare say it made it back in the first weekend It, in the it
1: made $180 million. Yep. Ugh.
0: It suck does America. not surprise me at all. What are you thinking? And I bet I know where it didn't make any money at all. North Korea? China. <laughs> <laughs> okay, random. But yeah, like as we've spoken about previously in the podcast, movies are trending to be slightly more globally today. And I don't think this did as well as I expected, but it did fair enough. Like It made its money back. That's all movies really have to do nowadays to be successful.
1: The whole thing with this movie is that, why did they make it? And the whole answer just seems to be just
0: because. Just because. Well, this is one thing I'm curious about, and I and honestly I haven't done the research for it yet because I got a little bit held up today, but I don't know which movie was in the works first. Like, is it Olympus Has Fallen or White House Down was the first someone one Someone clearly spent
1: 10 years writing the script.
0: But someone clearly. had the idea of, hey, guys, terrorist attacks the White House. How awesome would that movie be? <laughs> and it got sold to a... Oh, like Independence Day. It got sold to... yeah. Like independent, where aliens I've attack the White House,
1: never seen it before.
0: Right in Mars attacks, where aliens attack the White House, <laughs> and
1: uh, that doesn't count. That's a parody of Independence Day, not well, really, but kind of
0: all the terrorists walking around going, dak, dak, dak. Yeah. moving on. Um,
1: that's an awful North Korean, yeah. I don't know, or actually, you
0: just did that's
1: offensive. I apologize
0: for our North Korean listeners <laughs> out there. Um, yeah, I don't know which like studio set it up first, but I'm wondering if this is the competing version. Yeah, like i wonder wondering if White House Down was in the works first. That's why it's, it's not a better movie. I'd say it's probably on par with this. I'm I sure believe people will disagree with me. That the movie called
1: White House Down came first. You know what I mean? I, just I think can't it was in the, the
0: works first. It probably took longer to to line up. And there's two
1: movies like this that come out, and it happens all the time. <clears throat> there's a big genre movie, and then another studio rushes to make another one. Correct. The one that has the simple title. That's always the rushed one, right? Surely.
0: They both got three words. When you've what got exactly
1: as like, hard about that. <clears throat> when you've got observe and report, that awesome Seth Rogen mole cop uh, comedy. Yep. And then Paul Blart Mulcup comes out. You're like, ah, oh, that's the one that you rushed.
0: Like, that's surely. A possibility. But like, you know, same thing happened with you know Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter and Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. They came out roughly within the same time of each other. Uh, they both kind of stank, as far as I'm aware. I've only seen yeah. Hansel and Gretel, and that was great. Let me be clear. That was not great. Just in case my slow there kicked in.
1: What about um, the fact that one of the newscasters is the Channel Ten guy?
0: <laughs> it's a great cameo. From was that a real Australian movie, actor, movie? isn't it?
1: Because you look at it, and you go, oh, that looks like that British guy that we see sometimes." Yeah, and then so I I'm I don't sure. Watch TV. It's then the, the, 10 the Pentagon
0: guy. operations center. You know, the, the huge crisis center in the Pentagon. They're flicking over watching Neighbours in between yeah. the big emergencies. But they bother to have... I just happened to catch the Channel 10 news coverage. <laughs> they
1: bother to have an Australian correspondent, correspondent with the actual like Channel 10 logo and everything. Our home country, hmm. our home channels. And it's not even the recognisable guy. It's the weekend guy.
0: Now, let me ask you this question there, Rodney. Yeah. Would that Channel 10 logo have appeared in any other country, do you think? Or is it oh. possible they just tailored it for no, the Australian it, release? Yeah, no,
1: I think it would have, yeah. You sure? Yeah. I, well, I, I believe so, yes.
0: Okay. Well, if you know any different, do that. Just say. saying,
1: I didn't buy the Blu-ray. Let's put it that way.
0: Well, I did buy the Blu-ray. Put it that way, as I said, I, I bought the Blu-ray without seeing the, the movie. internet.
1: <laughs> I got my copy off the internet, which is like international waters. So why would that be an Australian version?
0: I see uh, what you're knows? trying to
1: say. Also, the logo is not even right. They don't use that anymore. That's like ten years old. That logo. Yes, they use now the water that nice now. Now it's a nice transparent one. Yeah. It's not the old gold ring with the blue thing inside. Weird. Yes.
0: This is what I'm saying. That, that, that's what makes me think they're trying just a little too hard to say, hey Australians, here's that Australian guy. He's yeah. from Australia. And they got it wrong. We care about other countries. Yeah.
1: Please buy our movie.
0: Yeah. And the only time you're going to see that is if you're in the movie and watching it doesn't make me feel any way like they care about Australia. which is Australians going, hey, Americans are <laughs> fucked up, dude. <laughs> Seriously. You yeah. should watch our news report. Tell you what right about yeah, it. Yeah, I know.
1: But that's the other thing, right? No lesson is learned. Like America doesn't go, oh, you know what? It was a mistake of us to do that thing. Let's not do that anymore. They're just like, is the president okay? Yes, and I'm fine. Thanks for asking. Roll credits.
0: Before the credits, we have to have an inspirational speech from the now-released president about how awesome his bodyguard is. This movie, no good. (laughs) Not bad. No good. Good drinking movie. Get drunk and watch the movie. You'll love it. I promise. So I think that just about wraps up Olympus has fallen sure, uh, I'd ask Roddy for a star rating But I don't think we can go into the negative So uh...
1: Well I was wondering Because I was waiting to hear Whether you liked it or not And I said that Warm Bodies Would be the worst movie we do on the podcast
0: <laughs> You did But I mean <laughs> I remember that
1: oh, I still think this is slightly better But it's really not much better But I was wondering Whether you deliberately picked this Like Rod thinks that's a bad movie <laughs> oh, You just wait
0: Well we'll see I've got, I gave uh... that one
1: I'm going to give this a rating Are you ready? Do you, do you, were we rating?
0: Right of the way. What? How many bullet hole ridden American flags do you give this movie? Two, <laughs> <laughs> two,
1: because <laughs> it's so bad.
0: Two out of ten. Yes,
1: yes, two out of ten. Like I say, everything about it screamed Rodney, Do not watch this. It was only because we were doing it for this podcast that I even watched it. If someone had recommended it to me, I would have just turned it off.
0: <laughs> okay, fair enough. I liked it a little better than that, obviously. <laughs> Even though I, I sat here the other night watching it with my partner and we both sat here and just picking the shit out of all the plot holes and inefficiencies yeah. and all that sort of thing throughout Good the movie.
1: Good on you. That's the only way movies
0: learn. I still like it. Yeah. No it's way. not it's not bad. Like You know, it got my money out of it. I bought the Blu-ray. I didn't see it in the movies. I bought the Blu-ray without seeing it at the movie. You are What's Wrong With way. America. <laughs> You're What's Wrong With America, you? What? 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 <laughs> what? I know. Just go with it. I bought, you know, the Blu-ray, and it also came with like a multi-function torch, which had like an LED torch and a, a screwdriver and stuff.
1: That'll come in handy. I'm when a sucker you have to for packaging. Somebody. What can
0: I say? Uh, and I bought it for like twenty-six bucks. So you know, twenty-six dollars is you know less than two movie tickets. Wait, is twenty-six dollars more than two dollars?
1: Hmm. Last time I checked, it is.
0: No, it's not. But Ronnie, can I borrow twenty-six dollars? <laughs> I need to buy another Blu-ray for next week. Well, I mean,
1: speaking of, do you have a rating? Did you rate
0: it? No, I didn't rate it. I'd give it, like, a five. Five flags out of ten. It's it's not a great movie, but it's a good getting drunk with your mates and drinking and yelling at the TV movie. I mean, five
1: is not even worth watching. Don't bother for five. I'm not going to get out of bed for five.
0: Well, it depends how you boil it down. Like, you know, five is, like, two and a half stars. Two and a half stars is not a bad rating.
1: I'm saying five or below, no good. It's got to be six or better.
0: Then i say 5.1. No. Yeah. Just to fuck with Rodney. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, oh. so, since we've mentioned next week <laughs> yeah, we uh, we'll get on to community theatre this is something we started last week for new awesome. listeners we are going to be previewing uh, next week's or next episode's movie uh, with some bad theatre here by Rodney and myself Rodney oh, I mean, got given this script like
1: yeah.
0: an hour ago he probably doesn't even know what movie it's from no
1: like last week I have no idea what this is
0: uh, out of curiosity how's your accents Rodney you want to get the accents can you do very anything?
1: good captain <laughs> like, can,
0: you, can you do a Sean Connery for me
1: no, <laughs> no, I can't.
0: No, you're right. You can't. Uh, uh, can. But yeah, I'd, I'd like you to try slightly Sean Connery up your role for you Connery can. Sean Connery for this one. Yep, and I'm going to try and do a little bit of Tim Curry mm-hmm. if I can. Okay. Uh, I'm thinking, Ala Hunt <coughs> for Red October, sort of ish. It's not the Hunt for Red oh, wait, October. I think I wait that with this. Is.
1: <laughs> I think I wait that with this. It's means. not the
0: Hunt for Red October, but no, no, no. That's the kind of mind frame I want to put you into, Rodney. So you can try and pick this, okay? Okay. So for those who are still listening along, thank you. And uh, we're now going to crack into community theater. This is next week's uh, installments. Uh, I have the action because Rodney has the first line. Rodney, when you are ready, and action.
1: Also, we found the planet. Fire up the holo detector.
0: Not necessary, Captain.
1: You may give it to me. You know what? I should do it myself. Captain, sir, I insist you give me the plant. Otto, get out of my way. Sir, we cannot go home. What are you talking about? Why not? This is classified, Captain. Give me the plant. What do you mean classified? You don't keep secrets from the captain. Give me the plant. Tell me what's classified. The plant. Tell me, Otto. That's an order. Aye, aye, sir. And scene. Otto, I can't wait to watch Flying High Three with <laughs> Otto. He's back. I'm glad he
0: got off that plane. You know. <laughs> Manual inflation switch, my ass. <laughs> um, so yes, if you think you know what that movie was, and don't listen to Rodney, it's not Flying High 3, by all means, please, you can uh, email us at at gmail.com. Mm. You can hit us up on Twitter with the hashtag J underscore A underscore M podcast, or you can catch us on Facebook. Whoa. Like Jonathan Dutre did. Uh, thanks, Jonathan. Jonathan was the first person to write in who told yeah. us what uh, this movie would be, Olympus Has Fallen. Uh, he did send in a request for a movie, which hopefully we're going to get to, so uh, we'll ca- see if we can do that for you, Jono. And uh, yeah, apart from that, send us your requests, or send us your uh, guess about the movie. Till then. No, no,
1: no, no, don't don't, don't watch this movie. <laughs> don't watch Olympus is Fallen. You may already have, I'm sorry. I'm I've, I've sorry. said
0: my recommendation, you can watch it drunk, or you can play a drinking game to it. That's that's, <sighs> that's the two things you can do. Rodney's still shaking his head in derision. Even so.
1: The, the harshest of Morgan Freeman completists. He said, I've seen every movie he's ever done. I have to see this. Just don't say it. Just don't.
0: Can you think of a worse Morgan Freeman movie than this, Rodney? Uh, probably, if you give me a minute. Well, there's some thinking nope. music. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nope. I can think of movies where I've liked his performance less, but no, not, not a worse movie, no. So, well, there, you
0: go. there you go. So, until next time, uh, when well, we see you again, I've been Ewan. I've been Rodney. Thanks for listening. Make it better next time. We'll see. Olympus is falling. Olympus is falling.
1: Mr. Speaker, you are the acting president.
0: I want to speak for the Russians, the Chinese, the British, and the French. In that order. If you attempt to retake this building, I will execute your commander-in-chief. Oh, my God. We have contact from
1: inside the White House.
0: Identify yourself. 309-er. Jesus,
1: Banning?